Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we are here with a true American hero, someone who has impacted education in such a deep, deep way. The first African-American student ever admitted to the University of Mississippi. He's a civil rights activist. His name black. is Black. I don't use the word African American. Okay, fair enough. Uh, black student admitted to the University of Mississippi, James Meredith, who received the Medal for Education Impact, the highest honor given by the Harvard Graduate School of Education. Mr. Meredith, welcome. Thank you. So, Mr. Meredith, in two hours, you'll be receiving the first accepted award for you in 50 years, and you'll be giving what you call the most important speech of your life. Um, why is this speech so important? Why this award? And why now? I, well, I promised God I wasn't going to lie anymore. The reason the award is so important is because it's being awarded by the Harvard Graduate School of Education. And that is why uh, I've been offered many awards and honors. I've never accepted any. Uh, but I think this will help me to reach the right people, particularly in Mississippi. And, well, basically, I'm pretty well known over the last 50 years for making a contribution to higher education. But my commitment to God is to make the same, if not more, impact at the lower levels of education, which has virtually been destroyed, not just made better. It has been almost destroyed in the last 40, 50 years. So that's why this is so important, uh, because uh, whether it's true or not, everybody in Mississippi think Harvard is the top of the heap. Uh, so, uh, well, I better shut up. <laughs> no, don't shut up. Obviously, we, we want to hear you talk. God told me that when he pulled my coach to James Meredith, you talk too much and don't do enough work. <laughs> well, we, we certainly enjoy hearing you talk today, Mr. Meredith. Uh, you talk about this being the most important speech of your life. What do you hope that the audience leaves with in terms of your impact on education and sort of takeaways from what you have to say? as someone who's experienced so much and, and truly has so much wisdom? That what is wrong with public education in America today is the kingdom of God has been taken out of the process. The number one problem is a breakdown of moral character. And until we build that back up, nothing virtually is going to get better. It's going to consistently get worse. 
You talk a little bit about that in your new book, too, A Mission from God, A Memoir and a Challenge for America. Is, is that the challenge you're talking about for America? And then how can we build the moral character Absolutely. back up? The subject uh, title of my presentation today at Harvard is the black church fulfilling its mission. And uh, to me that says it all. At this point I'm not sure to say anything to anybody else, but uh, that is the mission that I am on and I am indeed on a mission from God. Quite frankly, you know, the publishers retain the right to name a book. And I was really not only surprised, I was shocked at the name. But when I really looked at it, it's not just now that I'm on a mission for God, I ain't never not been. And certainly Ole Miss was the, for my reality, the greatest test of, of, of the fact that I was on a mission. I mean, they, uh, so, uh, well, even Harvard, the people that started Harvard expressly pointed out at the very beginning that they were establishing a school of prophets. And that was case of every school that started uh, really up until the middle 1900s. At the University of Mississippi, in order to become the first chancellor, uh, the, uh, the man had to become an Episcopalian priest. Otherwise, he could never, they would never have given him the job. So, uh, but somehow, uh, I know now, the majority of black young people in Mississippi don't know the Ten Commandments. They don't know the Lord's Prayer. They don't know the Golden Rule. How are you going to do right if you don't know right from wrong? So uh, uh, that uh, is the mission uh, that I'm on now. And I don't think it could be a bigger potential platform than the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I, I, I'm going to probably talk too much. Also, one of the big things wrong with our system, it is top heavy. In other words, there are too many people uh, with, at the top. And uh, virtually, what the young teachers going into the classroom tell me that they don't get anything from the education school they attend that prepare them for what they meet when they come into the uh, school. And the retired, the ones still with a job scared to talk, but the retired uh, people in education say that they knew nobody Usually they were the only one beside themselves that had any experience, but they're the ones teaching people. How can you teach what you don't know? I'm gonna shut up. 
Well, <laughs> I, th- I mean, these, uh, please don't. We, we, we were certainly enjoying your, what you're saying. And it seems like you've given a lot of speeches and you have so much great wisdom and advice. What are the reactions of, peop- of people? The truth of the matter is, for 50 years, the last speech I made at a college was West Wellers- Wellesley up in Massachusetts. Wellesley, yeah. And I had numerous invitation but every single one the people who didn't want to hear my message had them uninvited I mean uh, uh, this is a vicious reality that we got dealing with education in America so uh, uh, and at some point we're going to have to deal with the realities I I read in the uh, USA Today, they had taken a list of health problems for seniors. And of course, it was no surprise to me, Mississippi was number 50. You understand? And health is something that any community, my greatest uh, belief is that if the black church take fulfill its mission they will see that these people who can walk a mile and uh, straighten up their health the only reason they don't they don't know they should and they uh, uh, so uh, again don't I'm say shut up. don't say <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say that so I, you talk about just the importance of moral fabric and, and moral um, upbringing. I'm curious. We we know a lot about you from 1962 and beyond, and all of your work in higher education. I think our audience would really love to hear about your own upbringing and and how that moral framework and fabric was um, was given to you by parents or your community or your church. I want to hear about the James Meredith pre 1962. Well, this is really the first time I've said it clearly. The most important God saying to me was my father lost his health when I was seven years old. And as a result of that, I had to help him. if he had to go to town, I had to hook up the horses, and I had to drive the wagon. So for these 10 years, he taught me everything he knew, the good and the bad. And of course, uh, uh, what he taught me by the age of 12 was every book in the Bible. I mean, I not only knew the Ten Commandments and all that kind of stuff, but I do. Uh, but I didn't know what I knew. I mean, they uh, uh, and uh, so it's. Uh, but more important than that, it was the people the relatives and friends and the people in the community that uh, 
made it possible for me and the majority of blacks who've been able to take advantage of the opportunity that they have had. It was the foundation that was laid for them. And it don't have nothing to do with how many degrees you got or how many, uh, 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 but when you know, it's like the Bible says, you should train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Now, uh, that really, in effect, is talking about the foundation. Everybody know if you don't put the right, uh, prepare the soil right to put down the foundation, no matter how thick the concrete slab is, it will still break. And if it breaks, it don't matter if it's a million dollar house, you can't sell it for 10,000 because it, uh, now that's exactly the same thing with human beings. They can only do in later life what the foundation prepare them to do. And uh, uh, well, public education for the last 40 years since this so-called integration or whatever you all call it, uh, has been nothing but a money game and a lying and a fraud. I mean, uh, 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 so, and a lot of people know that, but they're scared to mention it. And I guess I have to be included uh, because I've been knowing and they've been saying. So, uh, but it, it's so critical now uh, maybe it's just because I'm getting old <laughs> and thanking them. <laughs> but uh, uh, that is, to me, the uh, significance. And this is why uh, I accepted this award. And I'm going to really shut up. <laughs> In our last question, uh, Mr. Meredith, one often asks the question about legacy and impact over their, their life. And, you know, you'd think that uh, all the work that you've done in the civil rights movement um, would be your legacy. We've already dealt with African-American. I definitely ain't never been a civil rights, nothing. Okay. Uh, well, all your work that you've done in, in, in education and, and uh, just all, all of your work that you've done in your lifetime in, in, in politics, um, you, you, one would think that that would be your legacy, and then today I meet your wife and your two sons, and 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 just see your your emphasis on family and on God. And I'm curious your own perspective on looking back on your life. What do you hope that your legacy is? I think everybody know that the family, particularly the extended family, has been broken down. We all know the foundation has not been properly laid. And I'm not unproud of the things that I've done that may have led to better chances at the top. That is a reality. But the problem is, particularly with the black, we're top heavy and it doesn't uh, move down. Now, uh, I am not unpleased about whatever 
credit I may be given for higher education at Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is pivotal, even if it's a lie, because everybody believe, and I think evidence show uh, that everything Mississippi ever been accused of or blamed of, they're guilty. I mean, uh, but where the real problem is now, I'm going to say it this way. When I graduated from high school 60-something years ago, every black that got a high school diploma in the state of Mississippi had a foundation that they could go to any good school somewhere in America. Today, less than one out of 10, and over half never even go through the foolishness of the process, uh, who get a diploma can go to any college in America, including all the black colleges in Mississippi, because they don't make a high enough interest score. Now, the world may be pleased with that, but my God made it clear to me, he ain't happy with James Meredith, with all this name about education, and we are failing all of our young people. So consequently, to answer your question, what I would want to be known for is starting at least a process of rebuilding our families, rebuilding our moral character, and, uh, but in general, rebuilding our foundation, making people understand. Well, Mr. Meredith, it is an absolute honor to have you here today. Thank you. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.